All right, great, Gregson. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first Wrestle Raps in a very long time. Coinciding accidentally with Raw 30. We didn't even know that was today, actually. He just said we wanted to yeah. do Raw this week, and here we are. I was not expecting like a whole entire anniversary episode. Just for us, too, because I knew we were coming back. Is 100% why not? Because it's the year and the date. It's just because we came back, and that you're welcome. Yeah, it's because we're back. And, uh, you know, we're happy to be back. Yeah, he's happy. I'm very happy, too. Um, yeah, you know, stuff came up. Uh, but stuff came up, I mean, it was my fault. And that's my bad, you know. But uh, we, in 2020, I, I am, you know, feel free to bring that up in the comments below. But yeah, we are excited for 2023. And hopefully... 2023 could be great if we, you know... We keep doing these podcast episodes. And review and shows. And if we don't, just send me tweets, uh, write comments saying, hey, get back to it. Not him, just me, because it's most likely me. You know, and then I'll have no choice to because you asked. And that's that's how it works, I think. Yeah, I think that's how that works. I mean, I don't know, because I've never experienced it myself. Legally obligated. I think it's the word or phrase. Yeah. It's fine. But yeah, I mean, the episode, I mean, we came back to a fire episode. Um, I don't know if they know our names, though. You know? I'm Vincent, by the way. Even though, if In case you forgot who to send those angry DMs to, I'm Chris. That's who you should send it to, not him. Just just praise for him, probably. Yeah. He's probably trying to get me to do it. I just can't for some reason. But, uh, yeah, Raw, Raw 30. What a show. Uh, it was exciting at some point. I'm not going to lie. As long as you were not a woman on this show, it was very exciting. I mean, they were, you know, that was bad. That was horrible. I have in my notes, horrible. Just the word horrible, and then we move on. Yeah, we'll get to all this. We'll start off in order. Um, everyone's favorite Hall of Famer, Hulk Hogan. Starts off the show, and he just. I was, says, I was like, nah. Why are we starting the show off with Hulk fucking Hogan? I was gonna talk about what he said. Ross to God, I don't, I don't even know what he's fucking saying. The fucking mic was cutting off. Yeah. So you had it too, okay? I must no, because I remember now. Corey Graves and commentary said, "Thank God they got a mic, a working mic." But um, yeah, it starts off. He's saying something, and I just keeps saying cut off occasionally because the mic isn't working. So it's just the first few minutes, just Hulk Hogan delivering this promo to himself at times. And it was, I'm, I'm sure it was nice. I'm sure it was nice. Yeah. I mean, I have no fucking clue what he said, but it doesn't really matter. It was a bad, ep- it was a bad opening to a fine episode. So I'm sure it was something about, you know, Raw turns 30 and um, we got to do something, you know, d- don't get Probably. caught. And, yeah. uh, I think that's what it equated to. But anyway. We yeah, can raw 30, brother. Let's go. Raw XXX. Raw, raw is XXX. If you just uh, take out the is, it's very concerning for people who don't know what's yeah, going that's on. That's the trending hashtag of last night. It's not weird. It's just anniversary. Number one. People like click on that and they're like, oh, it's just pro wrestling. Oh, okay. I'm really so disappointed, and you know that um, 
Sully's website for anyone disappointed. But yeah, definitely. I mean, you can just go subscribe to Mandy Rose uh, fan time page. Give her some yeah. money. So a lot of ra- a lot of random stuff has happened since we did our last episode. One of those things, Mandy Rose made one million dollars last month. Uh, a year, a year, or a month, a no, year, yeah, a month. No, a month. month. Yeah, a month. If it was a year, I can accept it more. But a month, man. I need that money, bro. People make like a hundred k. They're like, I'm doing well. I mean, she's making one million dollars a year. That's fucking nuts. That's for pictures, man. Just for pictures of herself. Probably not even nudes. And that's impressive. No, I think they're nudes. I'm pretty sure. Are they? Yeah. Straight up. Might might need to give more money to that cause. Anyway, you know, um, still impressive. One million dollars. Goddamn. Yeah, I wish I was making that fucking money, but I mean, there's no way in hell I'm ever make that kind of money. If anyone wants to give a million dollars to us for pictures of Craig, Craig's feet specifically, not only would that be confusing <laughs> because Craig isn't a physical person, but yeah. we'll see what we can do. We'll see what we can do about that. I mean, there's an AI-generated pictures, you know. Just saying. Yeah. I don't know what Craig they're going to pick. Do they even know it's this Craig? They'll pick somebody. Yeah, somebody's going to get that picture, okay? And we'll send them over to you. Apologies if this episode is, by the way, is pretty long. It probably is going to be very long because... We're talking about something else later. Yeah, if everything we've missed, probably we'll take like a 30-second tangent here and there. Or a little yeah, there's a lot we missed. To cover. But, Yeah. So next up, we get to the opening video package, a very interesting one. And, you know, some some glaring omissions, I will say. I don't know if you had any. I had two. But, uh, yeah. They actually acknowledged more than I thought they were going to acknowledge. Like the Kofi Kingston spot, I feel like I, that's forgettable, right? But, like, I remember vivid or whatever the word is. I remember it like, like it was yesterday. Yeah, I... Personally, was shocked that the Dolph Ziggler Cashin was not in the Money in the Bank Cashin section. Maybe Alberto Del Rio had something to do with that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But still, that's like an iconic. It's one. That's the best Cashin in Raw history. Yeah, so they probably people. took out a couple people. We we just don't know because you know, they've done horrible things or something like that, or they're just not with the company anymore. But Sasha Banks nowhere to be no, seen. No, Brian Danielson was in there. I saw that. Well, who has a problem with Brian Danielson? You know, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he had the best. You can't really ignore Brian Danielson. Like, that was a whole year worth of story. I mean, the Bellas wins, I know, very upset about the way women were used on this show, especially Sasha Banks being ignored on this episode in the video package. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I mean, Sasha Banks had a big impact. Her and Charlotte Flair like, had those matches together. If you never had, and the title never stopped changing hands. It always switched. Yeah. Every single match, you you have some new champion. Every five seconds. I mean, there were good matches, very good matches, but it, it went on for was a long time. It was a long feud, a good feud, but a long feud. Yeah. The only yeah. thing wrong with the hell cell was the table didn't break. Well, I am the table. You know what they say. That's what they say, Matthew specifically. Love that guy. 
Um, tribal court. In, I guess KSI, uh, Logan Paul, uh, those two guys. Well, you know, we can get to the whole Logan Paul thing. A uh, different time. Mm -hmm. Whenever maybe he comes again, back. Maybe another, another channel. Yeah. It's a, it's a very unfortunate if you were involved. Hilarious if you were involved. But uh, yeah, Tribal Court. Interesting. Starts off the show. Uh, Sami Zayn going to Tribal Court. Apparently. This was the best, one of the best segments ever. It was easily the best segment on the show and easily the best match of the night. Um, yeah, I think so. So it starts off. Uh, Roman or no, Paul Heyman is sitting there They're in Philadelphia. Of course, you're gonna get ECW chance. Paul Heyman has one of my favorite lines in the night. He goes, You know, ECW is dead. You know, what else should be dead. Sammy's saying he should be dead. That was my fucking favorite thing. I burst out laughing. I died. That was it, was insane. That was there, there, wasn't the funniest line of the night. The funniest line for me came in the next match, the first match of the night. But it's one of my favorite lines. I mean, um, everyone really shined in this, like, segment. Like, every single member of the bloodline. Maybe except for Jimmy, I guess. Yeah, but, Jimmy, Jimmy threw up the one when Jay said to, and that's really what he has to do. Yeah. So, everyone had their fucking moments, you know. We'll get to every single moment. So it starts off, Paul Hammond has his whole thing. He's like... The exhibit A, B, C, and D. This is why Sami Zayn is a piece of trash and should be kicked out of the bloodline. And then Sami goes, uh, you know what? I'm not even going to try and defend myself. You guys do what you want to do. Roman Reigns, absolutely pissed off about this, was not happy about that. Immediately wanted Solo Sikoa to kick him out of the bloodline, but surprisingly... Yeah, that was the fucking funniest thing when he like yelled out Solo. <laughs> Solo! So like, you're not gonna defend yourself. So get him. Yeah, Roman is fucking amazing. Okay, anybody that hates that guy, what are you doing? Roman, Roman can be funny and like nothing is funny here, but he can. He's so be good. Funny. He's good, great, but like dramatic shit. No dramatic stuff. He can be like dramatic shit, comedy. Like you eating the popcorn that one time. That was funny. Yeah. yeah. His reaction to he's at the smallest amounts of comedy, and he's really good at it. It doesn't overshadow his um his very intimidating physique and demeanor. And I think that's yeah. He's still the boss, but you know, very funny guy. So, Sami Zayn about to be booted out of Bloodline by Solo, but he's saved by Main Event Jey So the guy who hated him. Hold on, I edited a video myself, and I have it with me today. On iMovie. And here it is. iMovie. Proud editor of this podcast. Thank you, iMovie. Yeah, it's true. If it wasn't for iMovie and Craig, we would be dead. Like, same as Anal, I suppose. iMovie, Audacity, and Craig. That's what keeps this channel going. I think Paul Heyman was convinced it was like a death penalty thing. I, he might have been ready to call out somebody. Yeah. I think I so. I mean, if, if New Jack was still around, man. Well, Maybe. I mean, he wouldn't have really a history in Raw, right? So, but that ECW would... in Philadelphia, yeah. Paul Heyman definitely would have called him out, be the executioner for Tribal Court, I think. Yeah, probably. Bringing one of the, uh, was it Haku, the most feared man in pro wrestling? Yeah. 
I wish I Rikishi. That's the one thing I wish about the segment. That's that should have been the sense actually. Sammy's almost found guilty. He had to take Rikishi's yeah. ass to face for a very disturbing amount of time. So not only is he suffering, but no, we're Rikishi all is suffering. The yeah, and um, you know, I I miss being here. I just miss being here. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, um, what is it? Jey Uso showed the video clips defending Sami Zayn. He's like, and then Sami Zayn, he was like, damn, it's so nice. Clearly, he won because his argument was more convincing because he had more evidence than Paul Heyman had. But I mean, what are you gonna do? Yeah, it's what it is, you know. And Jay was like, "You're like a brother to me," you know, this and that. I didn't see it coming, really. I mean, because Jay's hated him all this time. Jay Uso, the Usos love this guy, you know. Made whole video packages to save him. Works out. Roman Reigns is like, you know what? Fine. You work. You figure out what you gotta do tonight, you know, because you're not guilty in my eyes yet. But I don't want to see you till Saturday after this. Then that is when we will do your final test. If you don't yeah. pass it, you're out. Which I'm excited to see that. I mean, Royal Rumble is looking really good. The Rumble's gonna be a solid show. I can't wait for that. Uh, Thirteen spots yeah. open in the men's rumble. Plenty of spots open in the women's rumble. Yeah, it's gonna be really good. I mean, it should be at least. I mean, who's to say? Last year's rumble was so bad. It was so Nothing trash. Can be worse than that. No, it can't. Be. I mean, they said that. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Last I mean, Cody Rhodes is not a surprise, right? And everyone's like, "Oh, Cody's gonna win." If Cody was gonna win, right, he would be a fucking surprise. I think. Deep down in my heart, I need to believe that Cody was announced and Brock came back tonight. Because they're not the most interesting part of this rumble, and they aren't winning. Exactly, you bro. I forgot about Brock, bro. Brock could have been a surprise too, but I don't know. If, I mean, he'll definitely be in the rumble though, for sure. Yeah, I thought Brock wasn't even going to be in it because I was scrolling to YouTube once, and I saw a video that said top star pulled from the rumble, and it was a silhouette of Brock Lesnar. It was Ronda. Oh yeah, I, they probably meant Ronda. I saw the point in the middle of short ponytail and lowest performer Brock, you know. <laughs> Yeah, probably. I mean, they're not too far off. They're both fighters. They both probably have farms. I mean, they both definitely have farms. I mean, Ronda has a farm, yeah. I mean, I think Brock has a farm. He has a tractor, for sure. He definitely has a tractor. He carries the tractor over its head every morning to the fields. And um, I I I wish... He's the most daring motherfucker ever. Because he did that, so he did the tractor that he did the tractor dive on top of Roman Reigns, and he also did that John Cena dive over the top rope. So, yeah, I, don't know. I think Brock Lesnar likes to do crazy shit. I think we should ask Brock Lesnar to do crazy stuff more often, just to see if he'll do it. You know, yeah, he did ruin the main event though, but it's besides the point. That is true, and like the true test of that was maybe WrestleMania thirty two. When Moxley claims they kept asking Brock to do crazy stuff, and Brock said no, but wait, who knows? Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I want to see more Brock Lesnar. He seems like he's having fun right now. I remember that like one report where he was like really mad that Vince McMahon left. He was pissed. He left too. He's like, if Brock I mean, he came back immediately. <laughs> so, well, like now Vince is back. I know he's back. I don't know. 
We'll get into that when we get to the DX segment later. You know. So uh, we get to our first match of the night right after the Tribal Court segment. Usos versus Judgment Day for the tag titles. This is one of my favorite lines. He's also one of my favorite people. Gregory is on commentary. says, I asked Dominic how he feel about stepping into the Uso penitentiary, and he claims that Dominic responded by saying, This ain't nothing new for me. I'm the go in the yard, I'm the win. Yo, I'd like to think that was all quotes from Dominic himself. I also, you know, he was in there for three days. It's a long time. It was a while. I mean, I wouldn't be able to survive. Dominic, of course. I'd be like, You need some fucking food, McDonald's, please. And they would be like, no, fuck you. And I'd be like, damn. Yeah, I'm not from, in my in my sabbatical from a podcast, I've been listening to a lot of true crime stuff and like in the past, criminals used to be allowed out of prison like a lot. Yeah, that's like, crazy. Like I want a big thing. Like, yeah, sure. Come with me. There were no like, there there were there some murderers. That's funny. Like there are some murderers that They'll be like, hey, this is where I put the body. And then, like in the past, and like to go find the body, they'd have the murderer lead them to the body, but they would appease them by bringing them to diners and stuff to like get to like get food and stuff. Yeah, and, like, I, I couldn't believe that. I was like, damn. It sounds like a crazy video game like thing. I mean, like, like you have to like stop the diner first before. Just imagine you're like, sitting in prison and you're like, I don't want that steak though. Hey guys, yeah. I, I might have killed somebody else. The body might be somewhere. I'll, I'll show you for a flame and yon, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know what? That's good. That's good. Like, that's crazy, but Dom, yeah. Dominic would know. He's we should all ask. I'll take you right to it. So, uh, Dominic, of course, arrested over Christmas. The now famous t shirt. Mommy, you gotta bail me out. I won't make it in jail, but he did. And it was impressive. Yeah. You know, Dominic Mysterio. Like I said, he's one of my favorites, and the Bloodline's one of my favorites. So this match, you know, I was looking forward to it, as you know, as it was. It's a good match, actually. And not disappoint. A lot of near falls, a lot of close calls, and some great action. Very fast paced. Yeah. Um, what's your take on the Jimmy thing? I think the Jimmy thing wasn't. That's real. A, that's not. Yeah, it's a word. Like I mean, because Adam Pierce came out and he was like, Sami Zayn's in the match. So yeah, it's a word definitely. I know there were some people who were like, he threw out the X. So, the X doesn't mean shit anymore because they've done that a few times recently. So, I I leave the first second until they're like carrying him out to like get a stretcher or something. And then Adam Pierce comes out with a microphone and he's like, you know, you're not good. We're going to, you're going to have to forfeit the title switch. That's, I don't remember that being a thing, you know, but. I mean, the forfeit would have been terrible. Like, I wrote that in my notes. I was like, forfeit? This sounds like it's going to suck. But then he was like, nah, I mean, Sami Zayn can be in the match, I guess. I mean, it makes sense. And then sense. Made the match a lot more interesting. It did. Sammy Uso. The crowd went nuts for Sammy Uso, man. Yeah, Sammy fucking Uso. It should be his name now. Basically, yes. Like Sammy it's said, you, that Uso, sir, this Uso is doing good. Right he's barely there. an Uso, though. I mean, if he's, like, on the brink of getting kicked out. I, I oh, one of my favorite things from the um, the thing was, like, um, Sami Zayn was on top of the War Games, you know, in full life. And then Paul, he was like, what do you think is the fucking NWO? It's the fucking bloodline. 
Oh, yeah, they killed it in that segment. I love Paul Heyman. He was really good, okay. We didn't stress that enough. He was so good. His delivery on everything. He's built for, like, comedy. Like, him at any, like, speaking event, like, where he speaks, he's so good. He's amazing. One of the reasons I'm kind of sad I've missed a lot of wrestling uh, over the last few months because that dynamic between Paul Heyman and Sami Zayn must have been something else. I would have had to be. I mean, there was those segments backstage. I mean, I don't really know what happened because I missed the same amount that you have, but they definitely were good. I just watched that one clip from SmackDown, the famous clip of Sammy saying Lucy for the first time. Lucy, bro. The word Lucy has cracked me up too many times for no reason. Like, anyone saying Lucy, I'd be, I'd be laughing. I don't even know why. It's just a funny word to say. Yeah, I mean, look. I don't know if it's a real word. I think it might be in Samoan culture. If it is, yeah. you know, it doesn't mean that actually. What does it actually doesn't mean? What is, I don't know. Who knows? I guess, you know, Usi just means, you know, Usi. That's what it means. Yes, I saw a picture one time of a definition that says it means something. Yeah. And I would like to know if I was correct. Let me know down below what it actually means. Yeah, it might be a joke. might not be. Who, who, who's to say, you know? Anyway, back to the match. Uh, very good match, Judgment Day. Had some fun stuff going on there. Uh, Finn Balor's whole freak out about being ejected was fun. Oh, that uh, was fucking good. The whole injection and him being all angry. That was good. Very Ripley yelling at Kevin Patrick on commentary for trying to talk about her freaking out. Yeah. That was good. Um, but Kevin Patrick, too. It should have been Michael Cole, I think. Yeah, dude, I, I was scared about Kevin Patrick being here. So I'm going to say real quick. But he was not the worst thing about the, he actually wasn't bad. He was not bad. He's not he's better than the other guy, Vic Joseph. Jimmy Smith. Well, he's better than Jimmy Smith. Yeah, Jimmy fucking Smith. Hey, Although he's Jimmy. a good he's a staple of the podcast, right? But that guy sucked. Okay. Not good. Not good at all. So um yeah. And then we'll go back to the match. Uh, the Usos are pertaining with Sami Zayn in Jimmy's spot. And I would say it's as, as good as it gets in terms of in-ring stuff. Yeah. I wish play. the bloodline... Okay, no. I wanted the Judgment Day to win. It was the issue. I'm, but they didn't, clearly. You can blame it being Dominic in there. Because, you know, Finn Balor being like, if my wrist rash last week, I could have done it. Yeah. I think... Um, but, I mean, I don't know, man. I just wanted Dominic to have a championship. Uh and I wanted them to run with it. Because, I mean, the Judgment Day is killing right now. Like, there's nothing... They're, they're the ones on Raw. They're making it good. So. I would agree. Um, I mean, is there anyone else on Raw that's really doing stuff? Because I haven't watched Raw no, in a while. Not really. I feel like, you know, who's like... You know who I think has potential to do some stuff? Uh, Chad Gable and uh, Otis. They were only on camera for, like, two minutes on the show. But in that two minutes... It's so uh, funny. I these guys. Him, him and Baron Corbin backstage playing poker. I, I love the interaction there. Yeah. I like Baron Corbin too. Um, I don't know about the JBL thing, but I know JBL, you know, I respect Baron Corbin for switching up his gimmick so many times. I mean, like, so I'm trying to see what works, you know. He's doing his best, man. He's doing his best. Because he's had something in the past with the down bad Baron Corbin. And then, the, you know, the rich Baron Corbin was not that cool. But other than that, uh, I, I always look back at the Dominic Corbin as like that's the peak of Baron Corbin. 
Baron Corbin deep down is as best when he's doing like the Kurt Angle type. He can wrestle, but he also is kind of comedy, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, he did wrestle uh, Kurt Angle at one time. He did. We don't want to talk about that. That was not a good time. That was his last match, say. I, was, I think, when, is it was his last match or was his last match the, the Shield? I, I was there for that, dude. I was there at WrestleMania for that. That was the saddest retirement match I've seen in my entire life. Yeah, that was bad. But, uh, what a okay. flex, though. So, Jay and Corbin, speaking of the next thing on this show, a commercial free first dollar of Rob I was crazy. That was the first commercial, and then there was no commercial. I kept waiting and waiting. There's the one to the steel cage match, which is still a little bit away. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so JV on Baron Corbin trying to get into this poker game. Uh, Godfather won't let them. Godfather, who I recently found out, hates The Rock. Um, I did not know this until recently, but apparently he hates him. Some information. Well, I mean, I didn't know that. Yeah. That sounds like maybe that's why The Rock's not here. You know? I saw a clip of him, I think Godfather, in the interview. He's so he's pissed off the rock. I'm sure he has other reasons, but on this specific occasion, he's like, "Dude, I'm like six foot eight or six foot seven, and the rock and young rock got a six foot one need to play me, dude. Fuck the rock." I was like, "Damn, I can't believe it." I mean, that's crazy. That's insane. I mean, oh yeah, what I liked about the whole poker thing was that the door was just the door. Well, that's always the uh, APA thing. Yeah, I love that. That was good. And then like it led to a big poker room with like everyone there. I thought it was gonna be like one small table that they usually do, I think. So JBL, who knows uh, uh Ron Simmons, for some reason once Ron Simmons comes out, had to bribe Ron Simmons to get into his poker I game. Know, friends, I thought, but that's weird. I thought it was strange. Maybe but... they're not friends. Maybe they you know or maybe he just wants money, you know. Goes past, they go past the door and looking around like this closed up part of the arena that's just divided by the door. He's like, Man, I can't, you really expanded this place. It's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, it was expanded though. All right, so there's more to that later. Next up, we get the LA Knight segment. I've never heard LA Knight talk before this. I was not expecting you ever heard LA Knight talk. No, are you kidding me? No, this is the first. This is the first time I'm sitting there. He's calling people incels, just yelling out "Yeah" over and over. He is fucking insane, bro. I kind of like so. The first time I heard about him was when he got released from NXT. Right? Then he comes back to NXT. I am watching him in NXT. Uh, but yeah, before that though, I saw him in NWA. I saw him promos there. He's fucking amazing, bro. He's great. Yeah, I loved him in that segment. He was great. Yeah, he, he used to team, uh, not team. His manager one time was uh, Paul Bear, actually. That's, that's, that's the actually first thing I knew about him ever. His manager was Paul Bear at some point. And I saw a casket match with him. And then, you know, like I said, I saw him in an NWA thing. And sometimes an impact, I think. And then, you know, now he's here in WWE again. He's really good. Um, Mike, he reminds me like about the, he reminds me of The Rock, kind of, when he talks. Oh, and he's very charismatic. I didn't, I didn't realize how charismatic he was, but he's really good. Um, yeah, I think he's commented on like him saying like The Rock. He was like, I'm not trying to be The Rock. Which is how I told him. He, he comes out, he's like, you know what? 
if you legends have the balls, you look out of here and face me. So I say, what's going to be like for Bray Wyatt? Then no one comes out for two seconds. He goes, that's what I thought. And then all of a sudden, here the dawn. Taker comes out. But it's not Dead Man Taker with his Crocs on. It is um, American Badass Taker with boots. Yeah. I mean, look, if he came out on the motorcycle with the Crocs, I'm just saying, that would have been the trip. But uh, he didn't do that. I was. I mean, I was look, I knew he was gonna get something, bro. So I knew when I saw the sneaker video thing, I was like, he's gonna get some New Balances, right? Because he's, a, he, you know, he looks like the type that would get New Balances. And he did go to the New Balance section, right? Now, but he didn't get anything from New Balance, I don't think. But he comes up with the Crocs, and he's like, "I want the Crocs." You know, I'm saying that work. Uh, I'm just, I go on Twitter, and I see the Undertaker. He's in this video shopping for shoes. And I was like, what the hell? What is the Undertaker looking for? A shoe shop, man. I, I thought yeah. the Undertaker is the type of... They somehow find shit to talk about. It's kind of weird. The Undertaker... Like, I wouldn't know what to say. I'd be like, yeah, I was wearing shoes one time. <laughs> I was wearing shoes, that's right. The Undertaker is like one of those dudes who'd be like, just chilling on, be like, you know, back in my day, shoe shopping was for a woman. You know, that's what I think when I think what the Undertaker is. Yeah, yeah, me too, actually. That's, I mean, he did say the thing um, that was referenced here in the, the little segment that we could talk about, but with the people being soft backstage and things like that. Yeah, so Taker comes out, and I don't know if he did this all the time when he was an American Badass, but he was walking that motorcycle to the ring. I mean, like a theme song, okay? It could have been Limp Bizkit. Yeah. It could have been Limp Bizkit. What the fuck is he doing with, uh, what is it? What's his face? Kid Rock, yeah. I was gonna say Chris Rock, but that's not the right one. I don't even mind though. I I, I like American Badass. That's a good theme song. It's fine. I mean, like you can do that one, or you can do the other one. They yeah. They probably don't have the rights to Limp Bizkit one anymore. That's what the problem is. Okay, they can get the rights back yeah, well, for one night at least. Because Fred mean, Durst still comes to the events, right? Does he? Yeah, I think I've seen him before, and he flips off the camera every time. Oh, was he at Summers? No, that was Kid Rock. That was Kid... Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think he Rock. may have built the camera. That one know. time, he showed up to um, SummerSlam, I think, with his wife, and they started making out on the camera. No, it's not fun no, for anybody. So anyway, let's not think about that. Let's think about this segment. Uh, yeah, okay, no, I, but I pictured it in my mind. I was like, no, no, no. You're welcome. So, uh, Taker gets in the ring, and LA Knight's ready out. He's like, "Look, man, uh, I listened to the Joe Rogan show. I agree with you, man. Everyone back there is <laughs> off. I, I'm not them, you know. That, that's different." And, and that guy, you shouldn't have beat up his son. That's right. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Messed up. I, I can't believe he would do it to his own kid. Uh, Crazy. Yeah, but anyway, yeah. those people back there play Nintendo. Soft, all right, but me, I'm different. You literally said, you know what, Taker? It's funny because you can make a headline, you know, LA Knight sends the Undertaker and tell the Undertaker, but I'm not gonna do that today. You get to live. I was like, damn, sure. that's very kind of him. Yeah, I wish they would have referenced the Paul Bear thing. I mean, there's a slight people made a connection that they know, but it wasn't a better thing. Yeah, they sure brought out a casket, low key. 
I mean, it is some spooky stuff. Bray Wyatt shows up behind Ellie Knight. He's yeah, trying there's to run the only away. spooky thing here. I wish the whole theme played, though. That shit's a bang. I gotta listen to that theme song. I, I keep meaning to. But it's so good. Gotta... Just watch, your, like, watch his entrance specific. And then go watch the go listen to the theme song alone. I should. I will do that. So, yeah. um... Oh, and I guess back in the ring, Taker gets him in that choke slam position. He's not going to choke slam him, but he's holding on to him by the neck, you know. Passes <laughs> in the Bray You know, as people do. Um, passes in the Bray wide, he gets in the ring. Uh, Wyatt hits Sister Abigail. Undertaker whispers something, and Bray's here. And then that's the segment. I just bought a new pair of Crocs. Oh, I thought he personally was- he was saying, hey, man. Remember WrestleMania 31? My bad. You should have won that one. Have a good night. Remember WrestleMania 31? I need to leave. Where even now? I beat you at the biggest credits of them all. You got to see what I had Sister Abigail on this too. That's the same thing. Yeah. That's what he said all the time. I think he said two lines, but he actually sounded a lot more. If you're really thinking about it. Yeah, you should have gone sneaker shopping with me. We could have gotten some cool sneakers. Man, yeah. You know, they sell new balances and Crocs in the same store <laughs> now. <laughs> Mind blown. I couldn't believe him, man. I, could, I thought shoe shopping wasn't a man's game, but it's a man's game. Now it is my game. <laughs> I'm going to that store every Sunday. <laughs> Wait, what's, what's so important about Sunday? I don't know. For me and Michelle and the kids, we're going. We're going, and I'm buying some more Crocs. <laughs> and my kids, they're going to own a pair of New Balance. But they, they want, I know damn well one of them wants Jordans. We don't do that here. No, fuck Nike. Well, anyway, after Undertaker definitely said all of that to Bray Wyatt, oh. um, we had the poker part two. Corbin's playing. Uh, Gable and Otis are playing. DDP's playing. You got Lunge Blaze there. Uh, Chad Gable folds every time, according to Baron Corbin. I don't know why, but Gable well, says... No, no, I don't even know the rules of this game. Uh, I just know that people can earn a lot of money. I mean, that's the idea. Yeah. Uh, I would like to point out that during this whole segment, uh, at least this part of it, Dexter Loomis was standing behind everyone with a hatchet, and nobody was saying anything about that. I feel Dexter like Loomis is like the most disappointing fucking return ever. Like he was the first guy to come back, or one of the first guys. I guess Karen Cross was the first guy. And then he did like nothing besides torment the Miz and his kids and his wife. Karen Cross also could have been better. Let's not, let's not say he's a great thing going on. You know, fucking Karen Cross, he came back with some hair and said nothing. I don't know. He's been doing nothing. He came back with hair. That was mistake number one, I think. Yeah. If he came back bald, maybe he would have a different trajectory in his career, but right now he's not doing so hot. Yeah, yeah. we got um, Gargano, Luray, and uh, Dexter Lumis with Hatchet just standing there as poker games happen. And I think DDP won, or was it Baron Corbin? Um, I think, I don't think Baron Corbin won. Uh, it was, I think DDP won. Okay, so he won this time. But Baron Corbin got some money later, and that's what matters. Yeah, he won later. But there was an issue there. Well, let's talk about that. Uh, Steel Cage match, quote-unquote, up next. Uh, 
this was something. This was something. Yeah, I was looking forward to this match so much. And then it just became, it just went downhill from the very beginning. So I've seen people blaming people for going over. I blame like, damage control. They shouldn't have come out and attacked Bailey like or attacked uh, Becky like that. So well, if you watch the show, clearly this show is too bloated because as soon as the match ends with Brock uh, helping Lashley lose, um, they cut the thing immediately. Corbett is still freaking out on commentary; doesn't have time to close out the show. So clearly, some stuff went over. Yeah, I think that was amazing, though. We'll, we'll talk about that later. However, I will say Charlotte Flair did not need to be on this show. That segment with her and Bianca was terrible. We did not need that. Um, yeah. Didn't need that match either, really, when you think about it. It could have gone to this. 100%. Yeah, I think so. I think uh, you're right about that. I think this would have been better than that. Did we need the DX segment? I mean, not really. It was kind of bad. It was fun, though. I liked it. it it was fun. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's an anniversary show. It makes sense that this is happening. Their thing makes sense. Bianca versus Sonya and the Charlotte Flair stuff, not so much. But... Yeah. Um. Yeah, but this was fucking horrible. Like, this just made me so disappointed. So, what's, happen- I what's happening here is Becky Lynch. She's coming down. Bailey's already in the damage controls outside. Um, Becky's up the stairs, standing on the apron. Uh, Dakota Kai runs at her instead of just getting in the ring, slamming the door shut, and like getting jumped with Bailey or something. She runs outside and starts taking out the two people that are meant to be kept out by the cage. Already bad idea. Yeah, this whole cage match thing is not really working out. Not how are we gonna do it like this? No, no, like the whole entire point of the cage, right? Is to keep people out of or you know, out of the ring. But they can just climb the cage anyway. I personally feel like that whole stipulation should be eliminated per, like entirely. Because yeah, like what happens when the person starts climbing out? Because the one of the stipulations was you can escape the cage. Can't somebody just climb up to the other side and be like, "No, you can't climb this way." I hated that so because I remember I was watching um, what was the last Saudi show that happened? Um, it was Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a steel cage match. You see, we're in a blood feud. McIntyre tried to murder Karrion Cross several times. And yeah. so they're like, what if you just trying to kill each other? They're both trying to escape the cage. And I'm like, dude, you hate each other. <laughs> Win the match. I think escaping wouldn't have been as bad this time, like with this match. But what, I don't like this. I don't like that. I think pinfall and submission should be the only place to get out. Look, man, someone needs to put a roof on top of that cage, is what I'm saying. More games with one cage. I mean, that makes sense. More games, one cage. Just be a steel cage match, though. It's a smaller game. It's a smaller scale war games match. That's all it has to yeah. be. Clearly, a war games match is bigger because it's got more people, right? Two so you rings. need two rings, but yeah. like one ring for one steel cage, you know, perfect for two people. I just I hate that formula so much that they deal with the escaping the cage and this whole segment here. Obviously, they didn't have as much time as they thought they'd have, and it was disappointing yeah. that it got cut because of that, probably. And that's the thing, we don't see steel cage matches too often on Raw, besides like, you know, house shows and things like that. So it was kind of like an exciting thing to see. This was, commentary said, the first time in 19 years there would have been a woman's steel cage match on Raw. See? Exactly. And then it got fucked up, right? 
Apparently, because the bloodline thing went too long, but you know. Once again, Charlotte did not need to be on this show. Ric Flair could have easily been gambling backstage. They kept saying so. Here's the thing: every time they show Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair, they'd be like, "Man, we're gonna be partying with Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan." I was like, "That sounds like a terrible idea. You should not be partying with those guys." Honestly, I love Kevin Owens. Mrs. Cool. That that whole thing didn't need to be here either. That was clear. Could have been a SmackDown. Yeah, I think that was yeah. Like I said, oh, not like I said, but well, Kevin Owens attacking the the maze. I feel like that's kind of weird. I don't know what that was there for. Um, I get you want to do a whole big cross promotional thing. People showing up on big anniversary, but I feel like those two things you could have got at least fifteen minutes there saved. Yeah, but this whole. Still cage thing definitely was not it. Definitely left me just sitting there like, what the fuck? I didn't. You tease me with this match, you tease the whole entire crowd, and then you're not going to deliver a steel cage match. Some people bought tickets just for this match, probably. Probably. I mean, it was like one of the biggest matches that they advertised. So I'm sure that people, you know, paid money to see it. But most likely, I mean, most likely, we got fucked over. Probably were upset, especially kids. Things like that. So, you know, little 12 year old Becky and Sarah are in the crowd there for Becky. Becky, and Sarah. Yeah. Becky oh, really looked. That's Becky. the same thing. Yeah. You know, you know, they were excited probably. And they were like, where's the match? What's happening? Exactly. Yeah. Just like. I saw people point out that Becky Lynch doesn't feel like a big, uh, big of a star, but I mean, that's kind of true, though. Not anymore. No, she's not what she used she's, to be. She used to be the shit. I have a man, I have the man shirt, right? But I never wear it because it's too obnoxious, kind of. But still, you know, she used to be the shit. She used to be like stone cold of women, you know, which is pretty dope. Well, and like if it's but, obnoxious for you, that's why I have offered multiple times to buy you seven of the Dominic Mysterio in prison T-shirts so you can have one for every day of the week. Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I would take that offer in a heartbeat for sure. Um, but yeah, I feel like uh, I mean Becky Lynch did come back that one time and really get me hating her when she beat Bianca Belair in like 15 seconds. That so that did not help her. But uh, I still think she could be a big star if something were to change, which I'm not sure what to do with that. Yeah, right now though, it was not a good segment, the steel cage thing, and it was unfortunate. Yeah. Clearly not the original plan, but still. Yeah, whatever. This was is. not the thing that should have lost time because of. That definitely made me like be like this show could go downhill from this point on. I mean, there were some bumps, but for the most part, it's a great show. But yeah, we'll we'll you know talk about it as we go to the segments. So next up, we get DX. Um, yeah, this was interesting. So it, it was dumb. We're going to admit it was dumb off the top. It was fun though. But it was dumb. I love seeing DX, but it's like seeing your or, or your dad. Like it's like seeing your dad and his friends like hanging out. And... It's like it's, it's like seeing your uncle, yeah, like your uncles, like your dad's brothers, and your dad get together, like you were saying. But like, yeah. it's entertaining when you're young, but as they get older and you get older, it gets a little campy. It gets a little dumb. Yeah. It's happened every so often too. Like. Every few months, they come out for a reunion, right? 
Now this, I'm not mad at this one specifically, but the other ones didn't need to happen. You know, like either nothing happens or like something happens, but they bury some other talent in the process. They didn't do it this time, thankfully. Yeah, I was so nervous when Walter comes out. I'm like, Walter, go backstage. Stay back there. Do not come out. I thought they were going to make several jokes about his accent. I know he sounds like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Thank God they did. Yeah, thank fucking God. Um, Nothing happened to him, really, besides that he fought Seth Rollins again. And that's fine. Um, So what happens here, DX comes out. Every all the original members, you know, uh, Triple H, X Pac, um, Road Dog, Shawn Michaels, and of course Kurt Angle was there. The and, Billy and, Billy Gunn. Hmm? and Billy Gunn. I mean, I, mean, I think it was Kurt Angle the whole time, but um, no, it's Kurt Angle. I mean, look, it that explains why he wasn't scissoring people. That is it. That would be the reason. Yeah, you know, I I was confused. DX was confused too. They were like, "Were they Kurt Angle a member of the Shield and DX?" I would say so. They didn't officially inaugurate him, but I say so. I was hoping Kurt Angle would beat the shit out of Walter, even though I didn't want anyone to beat the shit out of Walter first. You know, I felt like if Kurt Angle was there, he could have done something cool. Kurt Angle, you know, he wore three shirts today, and that's really that's all you can ask for at this point. Yeah, that's true. He wore three shirts. I mean, I did that sometime too. But I don't get credit for that though. I wore four at one point. No one said anything. They just said, bro, what's wrong with you? It's the summer. Take <laughs> those off. I'm trying to uh, lose fucking weight, my guy. I gotta do. I was like, first off, stop telling me to take my shirt off. That's kind of weird. You know, I'll do what I want. But exactly. also, what are you trying to do? Turn for wire or something? Exactly. What is this? Uh, this isn't the mafia. Yeah. Anyway, so DX are out there. They're like, hey, who are you? You're not Billy Gunn. You're Kurt Angle. What's this whole gimmick about? And then Imperium come out and they're like, this is stupid. You scissor me daddy ass. Dude, I mean, I wish. I, I wish. They're not going to fucking go into that because then the crowd will take over. Yeah, if they did, though, they would have gotten the biggest pop of them. The crowd is so dead, though. Okay, we can talk about the crowd being dead during like the matches and shit, but the segments were kind of loud. They, they were kind of loud for the segments. They were all drained after the bloodline thing. That yeah, that took most of their energy, I think. Because the match itself, they were dead for the, the Usos match. I think it might have been some confusion over the steel cage match, you know. But, yeah, uh, I mean that makes sense, right? Like, of course, people are gonna be confused about that. They're confused, and like, I mean, DX is here. I guess that's cool. So he's this Kurt Angle. He's not yeah. DX. What's going on here? You know. But um, I think that happened originally, and then I think it was just confusing for people. But um, you know what are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? But um, I mean this whole segment was fun. Like we said, um, they were like taking turns. He was like, oh, no, oh, Walter was like, oh, I need, I want, I challenge one of you to fight me or some shit. And then they were all going taking turns and be like, oh, I can't fight you. You know, I'm too old. I'm retired. This and that. That was, my, that was great. I love Triple H stepping up to Walter. Well, he's going to do something. He goes, I'm retired. I don't do this anymore, man. I'm sorry. That yeah, was funny. Yeah. I mean, I, I almost forgot for a second, though, that he had the issues. Yeah. I mean, the second he stepped up, I was like, Are we really? We're going to do this? And he didn't. I was like, that makes more sense. That was fucking funny. That was a nice. It's like a dad joke, kind of. 
I guess. I love, I love the DX huddle which I know when they create angle the handle. It. That was fun. Yeah. Like I like how he was not involved in the huddles ever. He kept trying. He was doing his best. He was like, guys. Yeah. So this is when it gets a little campy and dumb. When um you're like, man, if only somebody would come out and help us out here. If only a tag team would help us out and it can't went on like that for a little bit. But um, second the street puts uh, said That's right. The people who bring the swag like a rowdy king. They knew knew that. I see. I knew it would catch on eventually. I said to keep saying it, and it would catch on. Mm -hmm. Those are the lyrics. Don't look them up. Yes, I've been saying this for years. These are lyrics. Don't ask any questions. Nope. So they come out. They're like, yeah, Brian. Road Dog, Jesse James. Forgot the name for a second. I'm surprised the Street Puppets like survived in WWE, to be honest. Me too. I mean, good for them. But yeah, I'm just concerned. I'm not wishing anything on them. That's great. There was a minute there in 2020 with the uh, Garza and Johnny feed. It was concerned. Yeah. But, you know, that was fine. That was okay. But, uh, yeah, good for them. So, um, Road Dog is like, Man, what what do we do now? Uh, what what happens now? Triple H goes, man. I I don't know, man. Booking is hard. People think it's easy. I, it's not that easy. <laughs> what do you want me to do? This and, fucking dude, Triple H, breaking the fourth wall. I appreciate it. I want more of that. I just occasionally. Yeah. They called so, um. Well, later on, they called Sonya Deville a GM, by the way, like a former GM, but she was never a GM. Um, she might as well have been. Like Adam Pierce in that sense is a GM. I mean, that's a correct answer, but might as well have been. Yeah. Whatever. So, I mean, then they're like, man, what do we, how do we make this official? And then Teddy Long comes out, of course, makes the tag team I match. Pop so hard for that. I was as hard as I can pop for, you know, people were sleeping in my house, I couldn't pop that well, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so I forgot to mention. Uh, so Kurt Angle was wearing a Kurt Angle shirt when he came out. Then he took it off as a DX shirt under there. And I'm like, we need a referee. And Kurt Angle breaks up the huddle. He goes, guys, takes off a shirt. It's a Kurt Angle referee t shirt. Yeah. Yeah, it was and, fucking good. I mean, you could just say, I'm a, you know, I'm an official. I've been an official forever. He was always a member of DX and he was always a referee. Don't ask any questions about it. Yeah. Did he um did he ref the second um pit the what is it fight pit match? That's a good. Question. I know he did the first one. Yeah. Um, I don't think he did. Yeah, he should have though. He definitely should have. I think someone else did. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, I think it was somebody else. I don't think it was him. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, though, Imperium and the Prophets and Rollins have a fun match. The crowd wasn't super into it. I mean, it was an impromptu six-man tag match. I don't think it's because... Yeah, I don't think it's their fault, though. I don't blame the crowd because, like we said previously, steel cage match thing. Um, They're they're drained by the bloodline thing, and also it's an impromptu six-man tag match. Who's really that interested? That's true. I mean, but, you know, look. If you watch a lot of New Japan, you love six-man tag match. Speaking of... New Japan, they had a free show the other day. I gotta check that out. 
Uh, yeah, go check out whatever you want. Like, I don't check out too much New Japan. I check out New Japan. Wrestle Kingdom, though. That was good. It's like a three-hour show. I want to check it out exclusively just because there was one match on there that looked very interesting. Yeah. Like, figure it out. I'll, I'll be trying to figure that out. The means I'm not. Some things I want to check out, but, like, you know, sometimes I'm, like, kind of not in the mood, I guess. Yeah, no, I could see that. It's not always... It's not yeah. always easy. But when I really want to watch wrestling, I'll just look up, like, a match or something. I'm good. That's fair. I mean, uh, it's hard. It's hard to want to watch. This is what I was talking about. Um, there was a match on there, Okada and Eddie Kingston versus Jay White, Juice Robinson. Yeah, it sounds dope. I want to watch that. That sounds good. Okada, sounds by the way, good. I didn't mean to bring this up here. I just remember just the things I brought him up. Okada beat the crap out of that one dude. And that was yeah, crazy. I saw that. He did that. That was cool. That was dope. <laughs> Or kid or poor guy. <laughs> I think he probably is young though. I do a bit. Shit. Kid got it in the face by accident. Okada was pissed. I don't know. He was dead on, bro. He beat his ass for two minutes straight, man, for real. Yeah. I think it's a work, but uh, <laughs> that did not look like a work. It doesn't look like it, you know. But I think it is. You know damn well nature band, that's how they Get back at people. That's their form of receipts, you know. Yeah, he's fucking no joke though. Jesus, I'm kind of waiting it hard. Yeah, oh god, I was saving it up for somebody. You could just tell. Yeah. He was thinking about something. He was like, "Look, not today, you're right, motherfucker." Jesus, man. I dropped my fucking breakfast this morning. Not fucking today. Right? I got my breakfast, man. I want to do an interpromotional thing with all these companies, but Triple H said no, Tony Khan said no. This isn't the time. Okay. Yeah. You better learn today, right? Piece of shit. I mean, look, all right, I back to the man. Man, all right. So Imperium versus the Profs and Rollins. It, it wasn't a bad match. It was a fun match. Um, I love Walter, as always. Rollins is always good. Street Profits are great. Uh, rest of Imperium. They're True not profits are fantastic. I always thought Angelo Dawkins, I always say this, but I always thought he would be the, you know, second guy, you know, like I feel like Montez would be a star and, you know, they'd overlook Angelo, but I think he could be a big enough star as well. Dawkins Especially if they were to feud against each other. Dawkins has been pulling his weight recently, I think, and I think that's good for them. I like him more than Montez, to be honest. I think that's right. You know, like a year ago, you wanted to say that, and that's interesting. Yeah, I think because I think he's just better. I don't know. Not better. I guess they're both equals, but you know. I like him a lot. He's cool. Yeah, they're pretty good. Really good tag team. Montez uh, is a great frog splash. He's a good wrestler overall. Like, really good. Both of them. Exactly. Both of them. And that dive that Angelo and him do, fantastic. But, um, yeah, it was a fun match that, um, Obviously, Rollins and the Prophets are going to win because it's a anniversary show. Nothing crazy here. Yeah. So they do that. Now we move on to the finale of the poker game. Yo, okay, I'm just thinking about this in my head. I wonder when the last time Sami Zayn like wrestled, wrestled. You know what I'm saying? I guess maybe it was War Games. I haven't yeah. watched the War Games match, but 
Like he's had he, he used to have bangers every fucking week on like NXT. I don't see NXT anymore, unfortunately. Yeah. I guess like Sami Zayn. Like I don't know. I feel like he could be putting on five star matches on like every paper. If he could if he becomes a big enough star and you know separates from the bloodline. I'm telling you, Triple H remains in control. Like he keeps saying he is. I mean, most likely not, but if he does, and we get back face Sami Zayn at some point. 100%. Vince with Brian, though? Ooh, different, different way. That's like, that's keeping Sami Zayn as the pussy kind of thing. Because Triple H, you can have his ideas, but if Vince is back for real, for real, then it's like that scene from Avengers Infinity War where Tony has a plan, but then Star Wars goes, it's going to plan. However, it sucks. I think I could do it better, so I'm going to do it. And so can the Prince of Saudi Arabia. That's awesome. With enough money, anyone could do it better. Yeah. So, Corbin's backstage, wins a bunch of money. Good for him. Or so he thinks. He tries to beat the million dollar man. But he had a plan. Mm-hmm. the IRS. IRS, yeah. Comes in, takes all the money. The million dollar man's there. Says everybody got price. So, he walks in, he goes... Don't forget to pay your taxes, kid. He takes all the money except $100 bill. That's like my worst nightmare. No, I don't know how legal this is. But. Mm, well, he's not the real IRS. Exactly. So that's why I don't know how legal this is. But... <laughs> I mean, I don't even know how legal the actual IRS is. Once again, that's why I question the legality of this. But, you okay. know, I, I do want to start doing this in real life to see how it goes. Um, gambling. I'm going to ask. I'm going to people after they've won a bunch of money and go, don't forget to pay your taxes. And they're like, damn, that's true. And then... <laughs> okay, look, don't do that. Because they're, they're, they're just wrong, first of all, probably. And they'll probably beat your ass. Or you can beat, I mean, I guess maybe that's good for you. But you beat their ass because they're drunk. But otherwise... Well, if there's no follow-up to this episode... You might get stabbed. You might get shot. Who's to say, you know? There's no follow-up to this episode. one person to play. That is And they lost that guy. So technically it's his money now. If there's no follow-up to this episode, that is why. It's because I did that, and I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. But yeah, you definitely die. Probably die at some point. So, next up, we get Pink Bob cutting a promo. Uh, why is there no disqualification mask? Uh, mask match. It's because uh, Big Bob wants to kill Austin Fury, and he is legally allowed to do this match. Yeah, I think so. And, and I mean, like, honestly, I was excited for this match. Me too, kind of. I was like, no, it's Austin Fury and Bobby Lashley. But we'll see. But um, MVP comes out. He's like, "Man, you want to murder Austin Theory? That's cool. You should do that. And then you should rejoin the Hurt Business because I think that'd also be pretty cool." Big Bob goes, "Yeah, yeah I don't think so." Um, yeah, I think that uh, I was looking forward to the the Hurt Business tonight. I thought it was gonna happen. I thought they were gonna reform. They should reform, and then I think at that point that should be the feud going into Elimination Chamber. I thought that was going to be the big ending. I thought they were going to reform, right? And I thought, you know, that was, that was going to be it. They were going to stand tall over Austin Theory and be the champions. I think personally what I would love would be if her business reforms, 
scene. And then with SummerSlam, Roman still has the title. The Uso still has the titles. We have faction warfare into her business versus the bloodline, and I would love to see that person. Yeah. I mean, yo, the Hurt Bases versus the Bloodline is a money-making feud. That's money. Everything, Paul Hammond on the microphone. That's all you need right there. I'm sold already. Yeah. Omos, I don't know about Omos. You know, I don't want to see him. He can't afford him. Yes, unless he gets kicked out. But that's something else. Yeah. But that's my dream thing for 2023, and I hope it happens. Actually, you know what? Save for Survivor Series. Run it back. I think it's going to happen, right? MVP is getting involved. It's going to happen. Right? It's, it has to be going somewhere. They're not just running back. Bobby Lashley versus her business again. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what this Brock Lesnar thing is going to mean, right? But um, hopefully it gets attacked by the her business. I just think that they're finishing off the feud for, at WrestleMania between him and Bobby, and that's it. Probably. I mean, what's but you know what else would Brock Lesnar do at WrestleMania if he's not in the main event against Roman Reigns or something? Because remember the last time we saw Brock, he came as be played Bobby Lashley in a post match thing. He, so, didn't Bobby beat him like in a match? No, uh, Brock won by roll up, I think, and then Bobby was pissed and put him with the hurt line. Oh, that's true. Yeah, did happen. So I think they're gonna have one more match in this very disappointing trilogy, in my opinion. And then I'll be it. Yeah. You know, I I just want a few matches of them being. I've got a one solid match, one very good match of both of them, and that was it. I did not want a whole trilogy. I was not asking for that. I know, as well as everybody else, after the first time, it's not as fun, and it's not as good. That's sad to say, but it's the truth, and I wish that we would know that. Yeah, I mean, we had so many Roman Reigns matches, though, with him. I mean, he actually eventually had one good match with Roman Reigns. I mean, they, that was the first match they uh -huh. had. Yeah. It was the first match and the last match. That's the only good matches they had. No, it was the, yeah, I was talking about the tractor match. Yeah, that was the last match. The last match. That's what I would consider the best match. It was the WrestleMania 31 match and last year's SummerSlam. That is it. There was no other Roman Reigns Brock Lesnar match is good. Yeah, definitely. So, and trilogies, unless it's like Kenny Omega Okada. Kenny Okada, Cena, Styles, and that's all I got right now. But those are two solid ones. Yeah. And maybe the New Day versus the Usos. Those are also very good. Yeah, Cody Malachi Black. Cody Malachi, Cody Seth, you know, great matches right there. I got a few. Yeah, there you go. The Miz versus Tom Sigler, another one from 2016. Fantastic. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, do, how many times have the uh, Imperium fought against the Brawling Brutes? A lot. Yeah, a lot of times. It was a big feud, actually. Yeah, but, you know, Sheamus and Walter had a good match. I don't even know what the Ash. fuck's going on with Sheamus anymore. Sheamus? I was in the Outback Steakhouse this past Friday and saw him and Drew McIntyre in a tag team match against the Viking Raiders. Brothers. I don't know what their name is. Might as well be. But they're in a tag team title tournament currently. Winner gets a SmackDown tag title match against the Usos. Yeah. 
It's good that they're having tag teams, though, at least. I know they want to bring back the... Or I don't know about this, but I read that they were going to bring back maybe the Altars of Pain. With Paul Ehrling, and I think that's great. I want that. With Paul Ehrling, that's important right there. We don't, we don't do what we did last time. That was a mistake. We ought to understand that that was a mistake. We keep yeah. him with them the entire time. If we don't change that formula, we're good. Exactly. That fucking tag team was really good in NXT. That triple, remember that match? Uh, FTR versus DIY versus Authors of Pain. Fantastic. Yo. Yeah, there's so many good matches. The ladder match. Um, I think there were Sanity versus AOP. That was a good one. Yeah. I miss them. I really do. Mm-hmm. I remember the Mighty Don't Kneel took them on at one point. Uh, TM61 or whatever the name was. Right, yeah, them. Uh, Nick Miller and Shane Thorne. Thorne, yeah. Thorne, that was a good match, I think. I think it was, yeah. I think this one of them got injured. Yeah. But it was a good match. That was good. But anyway, uh, Next up, we get to what I can easily say is my least favorite part of the show. Ric Flair, Charlotte, and Bianca Belair. And as soon as they said, Ric Flair is next. I was like, fuck. No, Ric Flair hasn't been the same since the allegations last year. and He has a whole documentary about him, too. He does. And, uh, I'm pretty sure they show like a helicopter video in the documentary trailer or something like that. On the plane, right? right from oh, plane. Plane. they show a plane, yeah, plane. So, uh, and they were like, There's the good and the bad, and it was like the plane or whatever. I was like, What the fuck? No, say which one by Ric Flair, but yeah. you cannot deny that he was stripped out. Well, I might the be hallucinating, but I think that's what I saw. This dude was stripped out on the show tonight for no reason, yeah. He came out and introduced Charlotte, and he was like. You know what? This could be about me, but it's about my daughter this time. And I was like, I mean, I guess, even though she's not even on this show technically. I guess yeah. Imperium weren't either, but still. She's not the champion. She's literally the champion of the other show. I mean, you make an exception for Walter, because everyone loves Imperium and Walter. But yeah. no one needs Charlotte Flair two times a week. They just don't. That's not a thing you need. Yeah, really damn much Charlotte Flair. I don't I even mean, need her at all, actually. I was sitting there. I was trying to enjoy my day. And I hear, bow down to a queen. I was like, what the fuck is that? I don't know what that is. Who's the queen? And I was like, I thought she that When did that come in? That also, that also happened while we weren't doing the show. A lot of stuff happened while yeah. we were gone. I mean, maybe we were here when that happened. I, don't know. I had so many jokes lined up to lose yeah. the British audience that we had. The very little, if any. One percent, two percent. That, yeah. You're all going to go away after I made the joke. Thank God we didn't do it then, I guess, but still. It's a good thing, yeah. I mean, they don't care, though, do they? I mean, I don't know. They don't I don't have British friends. Unfortunately, I mean, I had a British manager once at my job. Yeah, I mean, technically, he's, I mean, he's in America, though, you know. I guess so, but I think he lives in the UK. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Sure. But, um, anyway, you know, so, I think he's good over in the UK and then Nando's apparently good. I mean, I've heard things. Yeah, I've heard things about Nando. 
So this segment back to it. Frank brings up Charlotte after pandering there for about five minutes. Because he's her dad, which makes sense. Charlotte comes out, she's like, Look, you wanna know why I'm here? It's because maybe SmackDown will miss champion, but this is my home. And then uh Bianca comes out, she's like, Man, I go here. You don't. What are you doing here? Okay. What? And then Sonia comes out, she's like, Man, this is Raw 30. This ain't about you, which was true. It's not about her either. I mean, that was also factual. And then they did this whole dumb thing. They're like, you can handle this, champ. You got it, champ. Yeah, I think Selena Bill has potential, to be honest. If she can stop losing to everybody, she has potential. Yeah, if she just, you know, she has great mic skills, you know. She seems to be great, but I don't don't know. I've not seen a great match from her, though. She has some solid stuff with Mandy Rose, I think. Her and Mandy had a decent feud here with Never the biggest Mandy Rose fan, me personally. There are apparently a lot of very big Mandy Rose fans on OnlyFans. You know, I'm a fan of, you know, I respect what she's doing, you know. A lot of people. And I have not watched half her careers. A lot of people looking respectfully, the other half, not so much. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Very true. Yeah. I mean, one million dollars come out of the air. It's just a second time you brought it up. But it's yeah. impressive. We gotta acknowledge it. Yeah. Uh, so, you tell me the people. So I guess there's just machine printing the money. Right? I mean, I guess so. Yeah. what it is. I guess people don't actually like sit over it and they're like, is the money printing? I mean, you know, I don't know how it works. I wish I knew how it worked. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I did. I just count money. I don't know how it actually works. If I worked at a job, I'd just steal all the money. It's it's over. I get locked up though, easy federal crime. You would definitely get locked up because like jobs like that have cameras and shit. Federal crime, like I said. I mean, the least you get like, is like a whole whole entire thing of mail. They wouldn't be happy about it. No. Much like the crowd was not happy about Bianca versus Sonya, they were kind of bored. Yeah. I was bored too, not going to lie. Was not interested in this match. Um. Yeah. I mean, it was. It was what it was. It wasn't. It was a downside of the show. Um, it was not too exciting. Um. I was feeling tired. That's for sure. We already gave our thoughts about this earlier. Well, it's not the same if you're not half awake, half asleep. No, not at all. But we gave our thoughts on this already, basically. This, we feel, should have been cut to get more time to the steel cage match, which everyone wanted to see. Um, if Charlotte both was much this is in the steel cage, though. Put everything in the steel cage, you know. TNA needed that. <laughs> yeah. TNA hired done right, okay? People shouldn't have turned on TNA when they, you know, they should have just stayed with TNA been like, it's going to get better. Hulk Hogan eventually has to stop being here. Yeah, eventually he'll say the N-word and we'll all be free. And he did. It just took seven years. Exactly. So. And then Carter wasn't a good time, but, you know. I mean, there's a lot of bad stuff going on there. There's a reason people left. But. Yeah. If we just stuck it out just a little bit. Yeah. 
So anyway, the match happens. Bianca wins, of course. We get a promo where she's like, oh, also, um, Alexa Bliss, didn't forget. Uh, this happened on Saturday. Please watch that. See, was, um, what the fuck are you talking about, Alexa Bliss? Yeah, that's the woman's feud going on here. Um, apparently, Alexa Bliss is teasing some Bray Wyatt stuff again. Not really. She said, it's not going to happen. It's just going to be me and you. I don't know for a second. And I came back and I heard Alexa Bliss say, and you know what? This Saturday, I'll let you keep your eyes. I was like, I, I hope so. Uh, I, don't I think she's talking about the fireball or whatever. Oh, that would make sense. I could see that. Yeah. So that I was in the role package too with the stuff at the beginning of the show. Yep, let's clarify. Out of all that's not a good moment. I don't know what they showed. To put in that video package, that was not one of them. That should have been there. We reviewed that episode. You can go check it out on the YouTube channel. We did. We, we did an inside joke for the title. Maybe it wasn't the yeah. best thing to do, but it was funny to us and we loved it. The Go Big Show was a crazy, you know, it was a big thing in pop culture. I mean, it was a big thing for us. We were like the only people reviewing it. No one cared. Yeah. Um, we reviewed it and no one cared. Not even the makers of the show. They didn't give us any credit or nothing. I didn't even care. And then we stopped reviewing it because, you know what? Fuck them, man. We stopped, we stopped reviewing it because all the wrong people started winning and the wrong people started being booed off the show. Exactly. And I refused to watch it anymore. Fuck them. Yeah. I was like, clearly, these judges don't know what's going on. Hire us. We'll tell you who should go it on. It was terrible. There were the rules. The, you flip a coin, you fucking get the thing. I don't know. It was all over the place. You flip a coin. You can go on there, sing a song. Like, some dudes actually doing extreme stuff can be booted off an extreme talent show. Yeah, stop it. Yeah. It was definitely yeah. not the show. That's for sure. I'm never watching it ever again. That's because it's probably never going to be renewed for another season. I don't care if she's 10 and he's 30 and he could probably take it more. I, she should have been booted off. Yeah. And don't take that clip out of context. It's not necessary. No, no, definitely not. I mean, the show, you know, the rules were very skewed, you know. Um, the only thing holding it up was Cody Rhodes and Snoop Dogg, and they got rid of those guys, so. Eric Reich is still there. You know, who's to say? I mean, I don't even know if anyone's still there. I think it's empty now. Does even exist? Was it ever real to begin with? I don't know. I think it was all fever dream. It was a fever dream. The, is, the big show yeah. was never there. And that was the first. The big mistake. show. Exactly. That was the biggest missed opportunity. He was working for AEW. They had another season coming up. And he didn't bring in the big show. For the go big show. Fuck them. Like I said. Come on. Bad mistake. Bad mistake. Yeah. So. Next up, we get to The Miz. Very upset he wasn't on the show, but he's here now, so I guess it's resolved. Um, KO comes out, stuns him. The crowd's very happy about that. KO says, Roman, I glad you found Sami Zayn and isn't. I'm going to beat you on Saturday. Thank you. And that was it. Um, yeah, I mean, he was kind of dumb, right? I mean, because Roman Reigns was there before. <laughs> so why didn't he just come out there? Once again, Easily could have been done in SmackDown. Yeah, or yeah, you just come out on SmackDown. Why were you here in the first place? Like you did nothing. You what? You stunned the Miz. And what what happened there? I mean, I get it. It's the Miz. He's very stunnable, but like it's unnecessary. 
I'd rather a pop a power bomb personally. I mean, pop a power bombs are the shit. Okay. I would love a pop a power bomb to Machine Gun Kelly specifically. Like when he did the pop a power bomb to Roman through the table, that looked cool. I don't know. And then if he stunned him, stunned him through the table, that would have looked terrible. I just want to point out in that video package too. The Raw Thirty video package has more problems than I realized initially, but I'm realizing them now. They showed Machine Gun Kelly, but not the part he gets firebombed. I think that was a mistake. Also, that would have been good. Yeah, that would have been really. Good. I was looking for that, but you know, they just showed them together, like hanging out as friends. Yeah, that was kind of lame. I think. Yeah. Someone redo that video package, but show all the actual moments that people would like to see. I think Jim, I think Jay Uso can edit the video package. Jay Uso, if you're listening, and we hope you are, um, please do that. Yeah, get on that right now. We know you have serious editing skills. Um, we can use them for that. Yeah, so uh, all that said, we get to our main event, Gary versus Lashley. It was about 15 minutes, the match. If even, um, yeah. it wasn't bad. It was okay. Commercial um, breaks all over the place. They had a commercial break, at least five. Until, there was like until like it was like commercial break, and then there's like five minutes left of the show, and I was like, "That's not exactly. that much. We don't need to do that, you know." But you didn't need to do that to me, man. Like, you just have the commercial breaks in the trial or some shit. Yeah, you know, or just pay for no commercials at all, you know. He had the money, yeah, he had like billions of dollars, right? You could have done play during Bianca and Sonia, is all I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. They beat Imperium versus Ravis and Seth, you know, you didn't need to see that match. We did have a one commercial break during that match, I think. Just one. Uh, there could have been yeah. more, I think. I think five would be good. Yeah, but it was a fine match. The, I mean, Main idea, the main idea comes out. F five's Lashley, and he comes on the cowboy hat. I love his gimmick. His gimmick is so cowboy. good. Cowboy Brock is superior. When we get the WrestleGraphs office, we will be purchasing that figure of Brock in the cowboy attire. We'll be front, right, and center. That's right. Yeah, I was looking at that figure. He has a couple of them, I think. And you know, I need, I need to get them for sure. I will personally buy all of them if I have to, and line the entire WrestleGrab studio with just that figure. And that would be great. That would be dope. It will, be, it will scare off all future employees, but it'll be worth it. Yeah. But you know what? Craig is the only employee. So, I mean, he's the robot. He can handle it, I think. He doesn't even get paid. I don't even know why he's still here. Guy on left. He saw that. He, he knew what he should He needs done. the work. Yeah, there's nothing else going on. Keep himself busy. Or what else is he going to do? Just like me in that dream earlier, where for some reason I had a job in Japan and I was there and I was very lonely because I didn't know what was going on because I didn't speak Japanese. Six man that... tag match. Wait, what? Anyway, that was Raw 30. Um, a fun anniversary show had its problems. Overall, very fun. Yeah. Uh, first really rap cool. Like again, why the fuck was the main event no EQ? I know she's really wanted to kill Austin Theory. That's the reason. That's the only reason? Okay. So, I don't know what to give it. What are you going to give it? Thumbs up. Easy. 
same as your thumbs up, easy thumbs up. Can't be a double thumb. No, there are too many problems for that, but it's a thumbs up. Yeah. So, Enjoyable for a three-hour show. It was. It was indeed. Um, so next up, if you want to stick around, we're going to talk about the 2K23 announcement. Uh, if not, yep. thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. And, uh, you know, please follow us on our social medias and WrestleGraphs. It's, it's all there. And um, subscribe on YouTube. Follow us on podcasting platforms. Listen there if you'd like to. And uh, that's the plugs. See you next week if you want. Let's get into the stuff, though.